Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you hear that? That was the death tone. Because today we're talking to a true king of metal, Ross the Boss. We talk his latest tour, upcoming album with Ross the Boss Band, and we also get into a metal daze chatting about some old school man of war. Disclaimer, the metal conversation got so intense that speakers were blown, and you will hear an audio change in Ross's voice. Also, you're going to hear some background clanging. And you know what that is? Ross is forging his metal instruments, swords, and axes for his upcoming tour, Hail and Kill. Ross the Boss, welcome to the 80s Glam Metal Cast. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm fine. Thanks for having me on. This is great. You guys are uh, on tour now. What can the fans expect to hear uh, from this new tour that you're on? Well, we're not on tour quite at the moment. Um, next week, we, uh, we, uh, we're, we're going to be on the 70,000 Tons of Metal cruise. Nice. Down in, Mi- down in Miami. That's from... Uh, the 7th to the 11th, January, and then we're we're getting ready to do a U.S. tour, 26 U.S. shows starting in the, the end of January, and then we have our new record coming out on AFM called Born of Fire uh, at the end of March, and we have 25 European shows awesome. in April. Is it your new album similar to your last, or what's different? What's different? It's better. It's uh, incredible. It's uh, um, it was mixed by Steve uh, Lieberman of Organ Organ, and it's it's it's, unbe- it's got unbelievable production. Um, the songwriting is uh, I don't know. It's two years on with this this group, so it's it's, it's the songwriting is absolutely sensational, and uh, you know everything has gotten better. You know, Steve, our drummer, played on the record, and uh, it's awesome. It's just, I don't know what to tell you. You'll hear it soon. I really like the singer that you have now. He reminds me of John Oliva from Sabotage, and a little uh-huh. bit of Halford uh, mixed in there with the screams. So I, I really yeah. love his voice. Yes, and you're going to love even more what he does on the new record. Uh, I mean, it's it's totally... I mean, you know, he's really come into his own uh, lyricist and a singer. I mean, you'll hear it soon and sooner enough because we're we're all very happy. I mean, we're amazingly happy with this record, and uh, uh, you know, everyone will hear soon. So nice proofs in the pudding. Yeah, man. So uh, speaking of priest, uh, you played with KK uh, at a festival uh, over the summer. What was that like? Oh yeah, we did Bloodstock, and uh, you know it was an honor. Uh, KK was totally cool. I couldn't believe we got it all together to do it, and it was a perfect day. It was like rain, pouring rain, and then when we're supposed to go on, it totally cleared. Nice. And uh, yeah, so the heavens, the heavens gave us a, a nice day. The metal gods, <laughs> and, and KK was awesome, and I was just—we uh, were all great. It was a great day. 
The only thing I was, I just wish he would have played a Manowar song with you. Just one song. Yeah, yeah but he's, he was just happy to do the five Judas Priest songs or whatever we did. Well, man, I've been a huge Manowar fan ever since I got into music. Um, I think most fans think of the albums that you were on as the classic era of the band. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, you know, of course, music is a matter of opinion. And, you know, some people just have, have you know, gotten into the band since, you know, the latter day. And, uh, no, but actually the Golden Age was the first six records. I think, when I think of the lineup, the classic lineup with you and Scott Columbus, I kind of think of it uh, like Zeppelin in a sense, where you had four killer musicians, you know, no weak links, you know, just, right. just a powerhouse band. Yeah, I would say that that lineup was the best lineup of the band. Um, Scotty, rest in peace, and uh, Eric, Joey, and me. Uh, yeah, I thought at one point we had no competition. We just had no competition to that. I thought we were untouchable. You know, and it, it really, it really was a shame that it couldn't continue. Basically, the story is that you were fired, correct? Correct. You know, that, that is a shame because I think the band suffered uh, once you left. I, I believe that they lost a lot of the, the riffs. Um, if you notice, if you listen to a lot of the stuff they do now, they, they kind of just chug. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of riffs anymore. Right, right. Well, you know, my, my writing style um, calls for that. I mean, you can hear from my last record uh, by Bloodsworn, and you're going to hear on a new record the riffs. So, I mean, I mean, that drives metal to me. What was it like to have a vocalist like Eric Adams in the band at that time who could do anything? I mean, he's a god. He's tremendous. Back then, he was at his peak, and he was at his prime, and, um, I mean, he was, he was just a lethal fucking weapon. <laughs> he really was. You know, I mean, he's still, he's still a great singer, you know, and I love him to death. But back in the day, he was just, uh, oh, my God. His, his vocal acrobats were just, you know, and Mark, he tells me, he goes, you have no idea how great a singer this guy is. Oh. And goes before I really got into his style, Mark says, "I I just I have total awe and respect for, for Eric Adams, you know. And, uh, it's uh, you know Mark has to sing those songs, you know, right? And he does a sensational job with them. And then goes, we have nothing but love and respect for Eric Adams. Now, one thing I notice, uh, well, probably all fans notice this." He never had a songwriting credit on any album that I ever saw. Did, does he write lyrics, or what's the story there? No, Eric does not write lyrics or songs. He just, uh, we, we just fed him everything. Wow. Yeah. Unlike Mark, who writes, who has brought music and lyrics to the table. So, but Eric, yeah, listen, with a voice like Eric's, there's no problem. <laughs> That's right. You know, it was funny. My, the last interview I did, I, I was talking with Tracy G, who played with Dio, and we kind of right. had the same conversation, is that Dio could sing anything, and it's going to sound good. I think Eric Adams is probably in the same boat. Absolutely. So let's fast forward to 87 real quick. You guys get on uh, Adco Atlantic, uh, Fighting the World. You've got, at this point, I feel like you've got the, the band's tight, the songs are great, the production's great, big label. What do you think? Why didn't you think that you guys uh, hit it big here? In the United States? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was the time. I think uh, the time for us in the United States was before Fighting the World. The, the four albums, you know, when there was a true buzz on Manowar, we didn't get out there and play enough. 
Uh, I think Joey was just concerned about having all our equipment and everything and a big, a big thing, a big uh, spectacle show, you know, with all our gear. And uh, I think that that mindset prevented us from getting to all the metal fans in the United States, where all the other bands were doing. I mean, get into a trailer, a smaller truck, and just go and play every single night, everywhere we could play. And I think we didn't do that, and I think it hurt us. Yeah. It, it definitely hurt us. And therefore, we we seeded our the the audience to all the other bands. Europe was a different story. Do you think that the label really even knew what to do with you guys? Oh, I think so. I think so. I mean, Jason Flom was definitely, he knew what to do. So let's go to Kings of Metal. That's, you were pretty much out right before it came out, weren't you? Well, yeah, I mean, the record was done. Um, I think I was jettisoned in September of 88, and then it came out October or something like that. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect timing. The worst timing that's ever been. I mean, the worst timing and the worst decision probably in rock and roll history. Probably next to Mick Taylor quitting the Stones. Quitting the Stones. There, it you know, was funny. There was not a lot of promotion for that album. I don't remember there even being a music video or anything for that album. Kings of Metal? Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it's because, you know, I was gone. And then I don't think... I just think that just set the whole... I mean, it was a successful record, of course. Yeah. But I think it just set the whole axis off. Yeah. You know? You know, and... Uh, you know, and it's just... I, you know, to replace me with anyone else was just a serious, serious mistake. That's right, man. You're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's funny. When I listen to that album, I think Kingdom Come would have been a great single. Yeah. It's a, it's a great song. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's a tremendous song. Yeah. Yeah, I think with a with a perfect video that fit the vibe yeah. of the band, that that could yeah. have done something. Yep, I agree. So, what do you think of the the final battle tour that's going on? Um, I think a lot of fans are surprised that somebody like yourself or uh, David Shanko wasn't asked to to do that tour. Yeah, well, first of all, it's not the final battle. Okay. <laughs> okay. They, they they took an agonizing reappraisal of the situation, decided it's not the final battle, and then after that, you know, what can we say? Yeah, you think there'll be another show with like all the living members like they did before? An Earthshaker? I don't know. You know, I don't concern myself with Manowar anymore. I mean, I concern myself with RTB Band, who, is, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I think we're, I mean, we're more up to date. We're more, uh, at the moment of the moment, at a, you know, incredible. And my band is incredible. My band is Mike LaPon, Steve Bolognese, Mark Lopes. I mean, my band is firing on all cylinders, you know. So I'm not really concerned with Man of War. If it happens, it happens. Uh, you know, I don't lose sleep over it. <laughs> but you'd be uh, open. You'd be open to it. I'm open to doing anything with my friends. I, I mean, I, I always have been. You never know. I mean, I'm not going to say, but that's not my decision. You know, it's Joey's decision. He does what he, you know, he's got his own plan. And I got my own plan as well. So I got, I'm going to, the, I'm playing the cruise next week. The 70,000 tons of metal. And then I got, then we have uh, 50 shows ahead of us. 50 plus shows between the U.S. and Europe. And 
So, uh, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're busy, you yeah. know, and, and the record's going to come out and it's going to, I believe it's going to be a big success and, uh, but we'll see, you know, uh, Burning Witch is opening the show, um, in Europe and they're a tremendous, uh, all female, uh, metal band from Switzerland and Assamville from, from Great Britain and they're awesome, uh, rock and roll nuts and, uh, so we're going to have a great tour in Europe and that's what I'm concerning myself about, you know, uh, if it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. People are, you got to go back. People are screaming at me. You got to go back. You got to go back. But that's not my call. Yeah. I don't make that decision. I don't make that decision. So I'm glad, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that people lo- uh, love it, love me like that, and uh, want to see it again. And it's an honor that they say so. And uh, we'll see. But in the meantime, watch the fuck out for RTB Ben. Believe me. Watch the fuck out. I'm, you, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Okay, I'm not warning you, but I'm just telling you. You'll make your own decision when you hear the new record. Why don't we talk a little bit about the last record? Because uh, there's probably some people out there that they haven't heard it. So uh, it's called By Blood Sworn. You got a favorite track on there? Um, well, By Blood Sworn is great. The title track on it, uh, This Is Vengeance, is an awesome track. So those two songs are really great. Mm-hmm. Among the Bones is a great tune too. Yeah, I like that one a lot. We are the night. I mean, I love it. It's a tremendous. Uh, I got a great solo on that one. Uh, I mean, they're all all very good. Uh, by Bloodsworn, Among the Bones, This Is Vengeance, We Are the Night, and of course, Devil's Day is killer. So. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you about that because I feel as as you get kind of toward the mid to the end of the album, you get Devil's Day, Circle of Damnation, and that's where I really feel that I hear that uh, old school priest vibe, old school man of war vibe. Right, I'm right. digging it. Well, it's, it's all basically that. Just for on the uh, the big CD, we have uh, the three man of war songs I redid: Each Dawn I Die, The Oath, and Hail and Kill. So. I got to redo. I got to fix. I got to fix all the mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably those those early ones need some updated production. Um, Hail and Kill obviously had pretty good production, but some of the early Man of War, you know. Well, they redid. They redid. They just redid uh, Into Glory Ride and and uh, Hail to England. Just remaster? Well, yeah. not re-record, right? Don't you know? They re-released it. They, they remastered, re-remixed everything. With some of that stuff, man, I can't keep track of it. It's either they re-record it or they remaster it, and I, I haven't been able to keep track of all of it. No, they've redone it. They've totally redone it, and it sounds very good. Oh, nice, nice. So you should check it out. Yeah, I will. What do you think when they? What do you think of the re-records, though? Uh, I would rather not say. <laughs> well, anything, uh, Ross? You want to tell the fans before we wrap up? Yeah, I would say thank you for the interview. Happy New Year. And watch out for this band, the RTB band, in, in 2020. Because uh, you're going to be hearing about us with this. I mean, if you're into metal, you'll be hearing about uh, uh, Born of Fire. Just remember that name, Born of Fire. I'm not a man of wild boasts, I, I, you know, and I've never been so. But at this point in my life, like 37 records in, I could say what the fuck I want. So, this record rules, I'm just telling you. Well, I can't wait to hear it. It rules like none of these records have, I'm just telling you. I mean, you like the you like the other records, believe me. 
And I do too. I like New Metal Leader. I like Hailstorm. I like Bloodsworn. But this one, I'm telling you, you'll see. Keep your patience. Keep everybody. If you're if you're around in the United States, check check our tour dates. We're going to be coming around. We have 26 shows, and uh, we need your support. We need every metalhead to come come out and support us. And uh, you would you won't be you won't be uh, upset, and you will not have wasted money. And we do not charge ninety dollars to come see the band. Like some band does. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Right after the holidays, things are tight for people, right? That's right. <laughs> we, we don't charge ninety dollars, and 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 a hundred and hundred and thirty thousand dollars for a meet and greet. Oh. As, a, as a matter of fact, I will come shake your hand and talk to you for nothing. Well, there you go. Everybody heard it on here first. <laughs> <laughs> no charge to meet Ross. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go. You have a great uh, night. Have a great tour, and uh, hopefully, we'll talk again soon. All right. Happy New Year. God bless everybody. Okay. Thanks, brother. You got it. All right, well, you heard that. A new killer album's coming from Ross the Boss Band. And he's left the door open to reunite with Manowar. So that's all good news for us Manowarriors. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Rock on!